People are always asking if there is a way for them to help the Frog Pants Network and shows like The Morning Stream. Simply go to frogpants.com slash subscribe and find out how. I got 99 problems in, in the <laughs> Coming up on a frighteningly realistic episode of The Morning Stream. Why 1966 was a bigger deal than you think. Do not do that. What? Do not do that with a nest full of hornets. When Star Wars and Doctor Who fans smack into each other. The Fresh Prince can't handle mice. Melissa Joan Hart does not do well on Kickstarter. Rapid Fire Movie Review looks into darkness. Corinne's Corrections and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. (laughs) Yesterday's cold was a bother, but nothing like fighting today's cold, which is complicated by stress, exhaustion, and pollutants. Today's medicine for today's cold is new Benadryl Plus, with strength of Benadryl for sneezing, plus a maximum strength decongestant to help you breathe easier. Plus a maximum strength pain reliever. Today's cold. Demand new Benadryl Plus. Today's medicine for today's cold. Mmm. Sausage. The morning Hello. This is the morning stream. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the morning stream. This is the morning stream. That was, uh, I don't know how whoever, I forgot who sent me that. It might have been Mike. Uh, but anyway, they, they slowed her down. Yeah. <laughs> Sausage. And the best part is... <laughs> It's, I'm gonna need a moment. <laughs> the bit, yeah. the The pitch is the same. Like they didn't yeah. change the her. You know, she's not like all blue and slow. Sure, or right, right. No, there's an app for that. Yeah, mm, it's, you know sausage. What, that's probably it. It's funny. It's called uh, the Amazing Slow Downer. Really, is really what the app is called. Like somebody really worked hard to figure out a good name for their app. Shut up. Is they that really the, the name? Amazing Slow Downer. That's that's ridiculous. <laughs> the Amazing Slow Downer. The Amazing Slow Downer. Downer. Yes. The, I don't know what to think. Uh, so yeah, that was Veronica, very slow. Mm, sausage. That's her very fast. And this is her really sped up. You want to hear her like at a thousand percent? Sure. Check this out. Nah. There you go. That's wow. it. Isn't that weird? You almost can't even recognize it. It's just almost like sound. It's just sound yes. coming out of there. Amazing. Right. Weird. 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 Weird, wild stuff. Uh, welcome like to the show. Righteous white noise is what that was. <laughs> my favorite... Uh, <laughs> My favorite, uh, uh, let's see, White Zombie that, cover band, I guess. My Pixies cover band. Pixies is good, too. That one's good. <laughs> it's 8, 10 a.m. Mountain Time Zone. Only time zone that matters. May 16th, 2013. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Uh, thank you to a few overnight emails I got who appreciated the fact that we're putting the show up on uh, YouTube now. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, cool. it's just our logo with audio, but people seem to like the option to have that sort of there on their desktop while they're doing other stuff. Some people are listening to it mobily. Uh, it probably won't be tons of people, but it's in a it's a you know another way to do it. It's not that much skin off my nose, and we're happy sure. to provide. So uh, I would I would really be happy if somebody did want to take that the the YouTube audio and add video to it, like of um the stuff of our faces painted on or... there. Oh well, that I was thinking of our faces painted on their hands mm. and doing oh. the Senor Wences <gasps> like the Senor Wences style. Oh, <laughs> even if you just did like a few minutes, I'd yeah. take that even. That's a great idea. All right, we're putting it out there. Whoever wants to do this, we will not only uh, promote your YouTube v- version of the video, but we will put the video up on our uh, 
on my uh, thing as well and give that to the subscribers there. Right. If you want to do some kind of puppety, oh, yeah. hand puppet, whatever. I don't even care if it's Soft like just hands. Or whatever. Yeah. I, I, love the, I love the hands with the makeup on them and mm -hmm. the... Um, it's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be easy to oh, make. Oh, the Fandango paper bags? Yeah. Sure. For right. you, they'd have to put hair on me. For you, they just do like a paint. No, I mean, you could use... Yeah, all you need is a paper bag with two eye holes in it and you've got me yep. down. There's right? Brian. Yeah. I Done. Would, I would lose you in a crowd that way. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back. It's good to be back, and we have stuff to talk about today. Oh, one last uh, note. So I said I was talking yesterday about this problem with the downloads. Yeah, yeah. And it's not right. just this show. It's it's a bunch it's of any, shows. Any podcast. Any Is podcast, it but it depends on... See, some people are getting the slowdown on some shows and not on other shows, but those same shows are slow for other people and on other ISPs, but it's always, oh, really? always Wi-Fi and always... Uh, iPhone fives always. Oh, really? Just iPhone five. So people yeah. with iPhone fours, boom. No yeah, problem. you're okay. Those those guys seem no to not be way. having any problems. I know it's really oh, weird. Oh, that's crazy. And iPhone, or I'm sorry, iPad or iPod Touch fifth generations also have this problem. Huh? Uh, iPad Minis, iPads, they all seem to be fine. No issues there that we can mm -hmm. see. Um, so it appears just to be an issue with the fives and Apple is just long silent. No, they, they're not talking about it. It's all over their forums. It's all over the place. People are talking about it left and right. It's probably an iOS update, but for whatever reason, they either don't find it a priority or they don't say anything or who knows, you know, Apple's sometimes very quiet about these things. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what they're going to do, but here's an interesting note. I decided yesterday I was going to put yesterday's show up on Amazon S S three, like the big, Oh sure. Right. Their, their cloud storage. Right. And you usually right. use it for like web services and a lot of, you know, web hosts use it to make their data redundant and have less impact on, you know, they cache everything. And it's, it's a cool, right. it's a cool thing. It's cheaper than buying your own server. And yeah, we use it all the time for my, uh, the consulting job I do. The only downside is they, occasionally they go down mm -hmm. and then that sucks for everyone, but, um, it's pretty rare. And, uh. So I put the. I just decided to start a little account, just simple, easy. Let's upload a file and let's link it on the RSS and let's let, have that be today's download. And I, I thought, I thought yeah. let's see how this impacts a bill. Like, how much cheaper will, would this be compared to what I do now? Sure. Just to compare it and to see if it fixed this speed issue. Yeah. Well, as predicted, two things happen. One, it fixed the f speed issue for some and created it for others. <laughs> because, again, okay. it's this weird random happenstance of ISP combination, Wi-Fi, blah, blah, blah. They all get it on LTE or 3G, no problem. That's that's never an issue with anybody. And they get it in two minutes, right? Mm -hmm. But on Wi-Fi, again, new people have the problem. Old people are like, this is awesome. I hope it stays here, right? right so they were all excited. So that's number one, which didn't help me at all. Number two... I checked the billing at eight hours after putting the show up, and uh -huh. it was already, again, a single episode, no other archives, no other storage, <laughs> no other episodes. I'm already right. up to 38 bucks. Oh, my God, just for one episode. For one episode. So oh. the Frog Pants Network, not S3 not compatible. Not on Amazon, yeah. Because think about it, four shows a week. Right. And plus that's just, that's the just instance one stream. Yeah. And then, plus that's not all the other shows. And, and then that doesn't count like the, the infinite sort of archive you need to keep up there. Right. So there's, I uh, yeah, do I'm the math. I'm sure there's other options with EC3 or with um, with Amazon. I'm, I'm thinking of EC3, like where you you pay a fixed amount for um, bandwidth. Yeah, we'll have to talk. We'll, 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 we'll talk, talk about. I'll it. take a look at what I've got uh, for for my my stuff because um, we'll think about it. But the thing is, after all said and done, I don't know if it's really all that 
much better than what I'm already doing, which I'm getting a no. great deal on. So now, when I talked to, I did talk to Brett from Apple yesterday. Oh, what and, did Brett from um, Apple say? He said, well, he he personally did work on the Wi-Fi uh, situation for podcasts. He's you know he's really insulted that we'd uh, um, talk about his baby like this because <laughs> this was his thing. This okay. was what he worked on specifically. Um, no, <laughs> Steve Jobs woke him up at two a.m. and he said, actually. Mm. Right. <laughs> he actually came up with a very interesting question. Um, do the podcasts that seem to have this problem, are they the ones that are being re like cached by Apple no. versus other ones? Okay. No. So it's across the board. It's across the board. Damn. So, yeah. And it's not, again, it's not just me and it's not happening in every situation. And one day I'll change a location of a file. And people in Australia get all mad because it takes them 50 minutes to download something. Mm. And the next day I put them back where they usually go and then they're thrilled over there. Like it's oh. it's a weird, is really weird. And that again, really weird. Wi-Fi only and appears to be i5, i5, iPhone 5 only. iPhone 5. i5, 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 i5. Anyway, I'm not going to worry about it for now, but uh, just know that you can do, you know, I know people don't want to use their data plan for this stuff, but in a pinch. Uh, that'll get you through, and of course, desktop desktop downloads are no problem. They're just working fine. So, and if you're one of those lucky SOBs like me who still has their grandfathered in AT and T unlimited data plan, boom, mm -hmm. well, just go until you get your email and they go, "You're uh, using too much, so we're gonna throttle you down." You ever gotten one of those? <laughs> no, I got one. I still of those. haven't gotten to that point. Yeah, I called them and said, "What the? Did? I thought this is unlimited," and they go. And it's kind of naive now that I think about it because, yeah, they're, they've been throttling people who go around. I, get, I think it's right around the five gig mark mm -hmm. and they throttle you. They'll make you slow. That's, and I'd say, well, hold on. I thought I had a thing. And they said, listen, you're not you're not allowed to go up near five gigabytes. <laughs> this is what they sound like at AT&T. <laughs> that's what they sound Yeah, that's the AT&T guy. Yeah. I require you to hang up. And uh, it was a really annoying phone call. But I but yeah, you if you go too close, they'll send you an email warning you that you're about to wow. get throttled down. Yeah. So, those bastards. The the whole state of bandwidth in this country is jacked. It is right. jacked up. People in uh, South Korea and uh, freaking Norway and Sweden and everywhere else are getting like 100 megabit down, 84 megabit up. Sure. Uh, standard to the house, cheaper than their freaking power bill. Just crazy amounts of bandwidth for crazy limited amounts of money. And over here, we're still stuck in this like weird... We're going to cap it, and we're going to throttle it, and we're going to have only two gig. You only get two gigabytes for your limited data plan. We don't have unlimited anymore. Like, the way we do things over here still, like, as if this bandwidth is some kind of weird, limited uh, uh, Alaskan right. wildlife oil so reserve. We only, have, we only have a finite amount of, right. of uh, bandwidth. It's stupid. <laughs> it is so stupid. The yeah. state of those things here. It just pisses me off. So rest of the world, F off. Because you guys are smarter than us on this. And to us here in America, what, what guys, what are we doing? Come on. Mm -hmm. We're supposed mm -hmm. to set the standard. We're supposed to set the tone. We're the leaders of the free world. <laughs> All right, I'm off my soapbox. Hey, look All at right. this. Yeah. Speaking of uh, defining moments in time. Yeah, were we? <laughs> well, no. So all this birthday stuff with my son, and then it got me thinking, and I was talking to a friend of mine last night who was born in 1966. Okay. And it seems like such a bland year to be born, right? I, mean, I was born in 66. 66. Well, I mean, you or had... Or 96, uh, or 2006. They just, something about the really? six sounds the boring. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Because that's the point. Uh, Rubber Soul, I think, came out in 1966, one of their best albums. But that's the years, like in 86, in, that's the year... 
when your decade has has just now kind of brushed off the last decade and said, I'm done with that. Now let's define mm-hmm. ourselves and we're kind of getting you. And then before you know it, it's over. But 96 is kind of that weird in-between moment where your, de- your decade hasn't really been right. defined. And, and it turns out we would be dead wrong. Here are some things that happened in 1966. And this goes out to my friend John that define that are defining moments for us today for then forever all right sure number one star trek debuted on nbc oh wow the show received mixed reviews uh variety saying it won't work and called it an incredible dreary mess of confusion and complexities dumbass wow what did they know you know there's a lesson in that right there like when 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 this guy here and this person right here and what's mc hammer doing you know the guy's got talent. All right. When he says, <laughs> when when a guy like that tells anyone, oh, I'm, I shouldn't use it as an example, but if anyone out there, listen, if you're on Twitter and somebody says, and you're making something cool and you put it out there, some guy says, this is the worst. Why waste your time? Go back to bleh, or whatever. Yeah, right. Ignore them. They were trolling yes, Star exactly. Trek in 66. Guess what m- m- uh, movie's going to make more money this year than any damn thing ever? Star Trek. <laughs> that's why. That's right. And we'll never tell you to hit yourself in the face. No, not once. No. Uh, other shows that premiered that year, Batman. Ah. The Monkeys. <laughs> yep. The Monkeys, Daydream, Believer, and... Uh, right. Man, man, man. I actually kind of like Monkeys music. Um, well, the best non-band in history. That's true. <laughs> uh, that Girl, I don't know what that is. Oh, sure you do. That's Marlo Thomas. Oh, sure. I don't know. Uh, who can turn the world on with... No, is that Mary Tyler Mother's Moore? Mom. That's Mary Tyler Moore show. Okay, it's the other one. Uh, what was the that, the that Girl? It, she's, you know, it ends with her like, uh, it was the Marlo Thomas thing. I don't know who Marlo Thomas uh, is. Married to Phil Donahue, if I remember correctly. Oh. Um, geez. You, you totally know that girl. I might. It was, it was like, it was basically a very similar show to uh, Mary Tyler Moore that, you know, it was like, their like it was of it. following her troubles in dating and she was the single girl out in the world and mm-hmm. doing crap up. All right. I'll take a word uh, for it. Yeah. What was the song though? Holy crap. Darn, it's huh? that girl. <laughs> All I can think of is, who's that girl? <laughs> <laughs> New girl, right? Yeah. Uh, Zoe Deschanel. She's she's much younger than she is. Or looks much younger. All right. Family Affair on CBS and Mission Impossible on CBS. Those are all big deals, right? Okay, so there's a little pop culture significance. Number two, Milton Bradley released Twister for the first time. Wow. Whoa. The game became an overnight success after Eva Gabor played it with Johnny Carson on The Tonight Show. <laughs> You know, I've got my head in your arm, but that's wild stuff. Weird, <laughs> wild stuff. And uh, and thus began a, a long nationwide history of awkward scrotum grazing. And yep, yep. <laughs> well, who's that? Yep. Uh, New, New York's best time sellers. In fiction, Valley of the Dolls by Jacqueline Susan. Mm-hmm. Nonfiction, in, in Cold Blood by Truman Capote. Wow. Or as I said growing up, True Man Capote. <laughs> uh, those are big deals. Those books. That both is. Those, those are. Books. Yeah. No kidding. Thirty-eighth uh, Academy Award winners. Check this out. Best Picture: The Sound of Music. Best Actor: Lee Marvin. Ooh. Best Actress: Julie Christie. Best Supporting Actor or Actress: Shelley Winters. And uh, Best Supporting Actor: Martin Bus. I don't know what that guy is. Awesome. Okay. Screw Martin him. Balsam. Don't care yeah. about him. Oh. Uh, One star reviews for Martin Balsam. Here's your music, important music stuff. Billboard's hot number uh, 100, number one hits of 1966. Ballad of the Green Berets by Sergeant Barry Sadler. 
Yes. That's a, it's a uh, classic. A great classic, yeah. What's this one right here? Hold on. Did someone compile this? The hill of a street lounge. Oh, yeah. The, I turn my collar to the cold and down. So that's uh, what you call them. Sounds of Silence. Yeah. Uh, um, Simon Garfunkel. That's good stuff. Which not not even listed on here. California. No, it's not. That's weird. California Dreaming. Monday, Monday. Yes. Uh, anyway, it's good stuff there. Wow, uh, Seminal Love by the Supremes. Wow. Sem- seminal albums that year. Pet Sounds by the Beach Boys. Best album. Yeah. One of the best albums ever made. Yes, no uh, doubt. Uh, Revolver by the Beatles. Yeah, I said Rubber Soul. I, th- I meant uh, Revolver. Uh, but boy, both of those great albums. I mean, those are those are for me the pinnacle of. Uh, of the Beatles releases and Pet Sounds actually was the album that inspired the Beatles to come back with um, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Yep. In the yep. Next year, so yeah, Pet Sounds is really—it's so weird. You don't think of the Beach Boys in no, it's it's none of the like surfing blah yeah. blah blah stuff. I yep. mean, it's you know, it's a real art album, and I would all I would it really call is. it. I would say it's equivalent to what would I say it's equivalent to? To me, it's the Paul's Boutique for Be- mm. for the Beastie Boys. That's mm-hmm. what that album is for them. The Nevermind of <laughs> yeah, the Nevermind of its era. Yeah, yeah. I would argue sure. that's true. Uh, Blonde on Blonde by Bob Dylan that came out. Mm-hmm. Sounds of Silence, Simon and Guy, Simon, Simon, Simon and Garfunkel. What's well, about a time you look so fine? Yay! Yeah! Yeah! Uh, top 10 movies of the year. The Bible in the beginning. <laughs> Hawaii. I don't remember that. I, I don't either. I don't remember the Bible. I remember the Ten Commandments and I remember, uh, uh, what was the, wasn't there another big religious epic? Yeah, you're, uh, the, the the Moses one. Oh, no, that is the Ten Commandments. Ten Commandments, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, uh, Ben-Hur. Remember that? Ben-Hur, Ben-Hur. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was a different year. That was year. a religious thing? Okay. Yeah, it was him. Uh, he was supposed, Ben-Hur was some dude that gave Jesus water while he was walking oh, around town with a right. cross. that's right. That's yeah, right. The, the, the great chariot race in mm-hmm. that one. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Ben-Hur. Um, Ben-Hur. <laughs> starts to sound really weird real quick when you say <laughs> yeah, it. it does. Like <laughs> really weird. Um, good, Bad, and the Ugly. That's for you, Nicole. And the another one, number 10, The Professional, starring Burt Lancaster. <laughs> John Lennon makes his controversial more popular than Jesus remark. That happened that year. Right. This is yeah. the year the Supreme Court of these United States delivered a ruling in the case of Miranda versus Arizona. Keep that word Miranda in your head. Or as people say, Miranda versus Arizona, as the kids say today. <laughs> and established the rule that police must inform suspects of their rights before they get questioned. Miranda right. rights, damn it. Yep, you have the right to remain silent. It's a Anything big deal. Anything you say or do can be held against you in the court of law. And it's a good deal. It's an interesting year to bring that up because this year it was challenged a little bit when they uh, considered or didn't or whatever the deal was with the bom- the Boston bomber. They didn't right. give him his Miranda rights, and some people thought he didn't deserve his Miranda rights. And I'm like, oh, slow down, everybody, slow yeah, down. Exactly. That that's enough to get a um, uh, get a case overturned or at least you know. Yep. It, it's it's. If uh, if watching L.A. Law is anything to be believed, right? <laughs> then screwing up the Miranda rights can really screw up your case. That's right. When Jimmy Smith walked out with his big tie. He knew there was trouble. <laughs> okay, here I'm going to give you the top ten TV shows, and I want you All to right. try to hum the theme to the, to most of them that I say. Okay. Okay. All right. Bonanza. Dun, 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 Got dun, 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 dun. Perfect. Or is that Rawhide? No, that's perfect. Oh yeah, those those Bonanza. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 
red skeleton show. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, this one. This this got bad quickly. Yeah, it did. No idea how that one. All right, went. number three, Andy Griffith show. That's uh. Very good. They're out yep. fishing. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the Lucy, the Lucy show. Now this is different than the Lucille Ball. Right. Show. I remember. Right. Uh, I love Lucy was was way different than the Lucy right, show. Yeah. I, I remember it was the Lucy show had uh, that guy who did Lucy McGillicuddy. <laughs> that guy. Yeah. He was around for a while. He did radio and stuff too. That guy was around right. forever. Yeah, he was. I don't, but I don't I, know his name. I don't know the theme on that one. No. Green Acres. Green Acres is the, the place, place for me. me. See, and I hardly All know any of this. <gasps> Doctari uh, was number seven. It was the seventh most popular show. Doctari, wow. That was, I, I don't remember the song. Yeah, it All was an right. uh, uh, African adventure show, right? Yeah, he was a guy more of the, yeah. It, well, a yeah. white man saves all the black people show is what right. it was. <laughs> right, yes. Uh, and the animals and all that. Uh, Bewitched, give me a song. Oh, Bewitched. See, this is, uh, I'm, trying, I'm trying to make sure I don't get it confused with I Dream of Genie. Um, this pops right into my head. But I'll let does you it really? Yeah, I'll let you try. Oh, give it to me. I can't think of it. <laughs> See? That's right. Yeah. I want to see if I, I actually have that here. That is I Dream of Genie. <laughs> oh, is it? Oh, it is different. Oh, there it is. Man, the repeats I would watch of that would make you sick. Beverly Hillbillies. Give me that one. Well, come listen to a story about a man named Jed. A poor had a lot of hair, but it wasn't on his head. Oh, that's what we did that in junior high. <laughs> nice. <laughs> we thought that was real funny. So good. Texas tea. And first thing you know, all Judge Millionaires. Kinfolk said, Jed, move away from there. Said California is the place you ought to be. So they loaded up the truck and they moved to Beverly Hills, that is. Swimming pools. Swim pools. <laughs> Movie stars. Then the guy would go, the Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> <laughs> I used to think that was the best show ever made. Lester Flat and Earl Scruggs doing the uh, theme from that. Really? All right. Bluegrass uh, Pioneers. Okay, the rest of these quickly. The Beatles play their last live concert at Candlestick Park on August 29th. Last wow. live concert. Think about that right. for a minute. Uh, yeah, McCartney hated... Uh, was it McCartney? One of them really hated doing live shows and... and um, the, yeah, I remember this being a huge deal. Because, I mean, deal. you think about bands right now, and you put out an album, you tour for that album, you put out an album. Mm-hmm. These guys still had, what, like four or five albums still coming out, yep. you know? Yep. Sergeant Peppers and Magical Mystery Tour and Abbey Road and all these, and they did not tour for them. Nope. Ringo had to do Caveman, but that was it. That was all the deals they had. Yeah. Uh, in the UK, Twiggy was named Face of 66. The, uh, by the way, I saw her on The Muppet Show the other day. She was mm. older then. She was really good in the following. Yeah, she was, wasn't she? <laughs> Twiggy, yeah. Right. The Chevy Camaro makes its debut. Uh, sniper Charles Whitman kills 13 people and wounds 31 from atop the University of Texas in the Austin main uh, building oh, tower. Wow. Remember that deal? Yeah. I remember yeah. being told about that. I wasn't alive yet. Keep in mind, right. guys, we're not alive yet during this. That's right. Uh, LSD is officially made illegal in the U.S. this year. That was the year it was... Uh, Legal. Before that, you could take LSD to your heart's desire. Uh, Walt Disney died on December 15th from lung cancer. Wow. And he's not being kept on ice and... No. Well... (laughs) In a hyperbaric chamber to be revived someday. Or is is he? Or is he? Or is he? 
let's see. Vietnam's going on. Man of the year was generation 25 and under. Great. <laughs> anyway, there's a fun look back, ladies and gentlemen. Quick clarification from Chris, who wrote in and said hello. About the picture on the chocolate paper cover you got from the Norwegian yesterday. Yeah, 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 that milk chocolate stuff we had yesterday. He says, you can get many different pictures there. So it sounds like it's a random drawing, mm -hmm. although you and mm -hmm. I got the same one. We got the same one. Yep. It is a picture showing what story you will find inside the paper cover. And the oh. story is always a well-known, typical Norwegian children's story. And no, we do not have many windmills. That would be Denmark. We just have mountains. Love the show, though, Chris. <laughs> so, Chris... Uh, I lost my wrapper. Oh my! I know. Took it and ate the rest of it. Crap. Did you really? Yeah, I've got. I've got my wrapper. I'd love to read whatever little stories on there. It's still on the very top of the trash can here. Oh, gross! My okay. story is den sivendi far i huset. Oh, it's my favorite. That far in gang and men somvar uta dan dan Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love this part. Story. Tell us the part where the man with the thing does the stuff. I'm sure it's all about uh, some guy walking into his house and discovering a little elf and a cornucopia in his... Uh, his hoo-ha. His hoo-ha. All right, listen, <laughs> folks. We are going to now... I, I haven't heard these yet. Uh, Adam Curry had stuff to say about us. <laughs> so Adam Curry, this is Adam Curry. And what's MC Hammer doing? You know the let guy's me, uh, got talent. You know, so this is... The, let, give let us some background a little here. Bit of, let me provide a little bit of uh, background right, story on this. Go so. For it. Um, listener Blaine, and we thank you very much, Blaine. Uh, hey, we love you, and we would never tell you to hit yourself in the face. Ever, dude, ever. <laughs> ever. Um, basically wrote to Adam Curry and John Dvorak, who do a show called No Agenda. And uh, um, I give it a shot. I listened to almost a full episode, and believe me, I mean, it is – these guys go on for hours. It's like – It's a huge I deal. Say it's like a two-and-a-half-hour show. Yeah, it's a big gap fest for sure. Yeah. And uh, at about the two-hour mark, <laughs> uh, they start talking about an email from Blaine. that says, hey, you guys should listen to the morning stream. Here are a couple of guys who really know how to do the soundboard right and do it to uh, complement whatever they're talking about. They really add to the show by doing that. And uh, so Adam Curry says, oh, so, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm a, uh, involved guy. I like to uh, learn. I'm I'm nothing if not open-minded. And uh, then he plays this over-modulated, it sounds like AM radio okay. version of our show. All right. And he plays the opening bit where we do our, our read, mm -hmm. our back and forth read, and then the music mm -hmm. and a little commercial right there. Mm -hmm. And um, and then comes back from it and then starts talking. That's where I pulled the two clips that you're going to hear. They're short, real okay. super short. So they're clips. short. And this is Dvorak and this is ex-MTV 80s VJ. That's right. Headbangers Adam, ball host Adam Curry. Adam Curry. But and, he, you know, I got to say, the one of the founders uh, of podcasting, he and Dave Weiner um, really made all this stuff uh, happen back in 2004. Yeah. And, and Dvorak's famous for doing a lot of twit stuff and being on right. This Week in Tech and all that. Cranky, yeah. cranky geeks, I think, for mm -hmm. a while yep. with Leo. That yep. was the thing. He do that with Leo? I don't know. If I think it was, was it with Leo? That was, was still on Curry's network, I think. Oh, maybe it was. Maybe I it forget was. now. Back when it was called. Or, uh, what was it called Doug before? K. What was it called? Pod Show? Pod Show. Pod Show? Pod Show. Because then later it became Mevio. Mevio. Right. Yeah. And now it's called <laughs> Ripping on TMS. All right, here it is. <laughs> let's play the first clip you captured. I have zero idea what this is, so let's find out what it is. The morning stream. Oh, wow. <laughs> Is that Adam Curry doing that? That's Adam Curry, yeah. <laughs> making fun of the song. Okay. Like, I don't know why. <laughs> All right, sure. 
A little, uh, I like a little podcast drama occasionally. We, sure. we don't usually we do, get too we involved. Do need, we do need uh, a feud, right? We need somebody to feud with. I guess so. Why not Adam Curry, uh, co-creator of podcasting? <laughs> the morning stream. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, he's, of course, doing that in the most positive way possible, I can tell, by his inflection. Oh, he's with love. Uh, here's the second clip. So they'll clip that and put it on their show and show you how to use a soundboard. How, how to right? use a soundboard. Yeah, this is how you use it. The morning stream. And I'm going to use it all the time. <laughs> you know who won't talk to uh, John C. Dvorak anymore? Who? Mmm, sausage. There's, there was really? some huge feud there, yeah. Really? I know very wow. little about it, so I can't really speak to oh, it. Interesting. Something yeah. going on there. Anyway. And I imagine, I imagine Veronica just because she's... So super nice. She would never talk about why they're no. feuding you, probably. No, no, no. There was a bit of a thing on Twitter a while back, but I don't remember any of it. And she is she's not one to to uh, Yeah, you gotta I, I imagine you really have to do something to tick her off to get her to stop talking to you. You really do. She's the nicest person. And yeah. she's as sweet as you think she is. So I don't I don't know what he had to have done, but good luck to you there, Grandpa. See, I've done it too. I've made fun of someone without any <laughs> Provocations. We're wacky boys yeah. radio here. All right, it's five minutes after the hour. Let's call Daryl. Let's, let's talk about the latest conspiracy theories to uh, come on the internet. <laughs> uh, actually, I've always, I get told this all the time that if I was a bigger dick on the radio, that that our show would be catastrophically popular. It would sure. be the most popular thing ever because I have to be more, but I have to be a bigger dick. Yeah, that's not a sacrifice uh, I'm willing to make. Me either. I'm not going to do that. No dicks here. I retract the previous statement. Uh, It's Stump a Track Nerd, and it's brought to you by... (laughs) I like what you put here. Coverville, the longest-running cover podcast of all time. It's totally true. There's absolutely no fictional uh, information in that opening. Uh, Check out uh, every episode. You'll find it live streaming on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. right here. Today's episode might be a Go-Go's cover story. It might be. I'm not sure. The Go-Go's? With Go-Go's. the Belinda Carlisle in there? With the Belinda Carlisle and the Jane Whedlin, who's turning 55 this week. Oh, the Belinda Carlisle. She was, she was the cute one. The rest of them, kind of not. Oh, are you kidding me? No, you're, I'm you're not. They're totally on those kidding. skis, pulling, doing the skis, going, that bit it. I don't know the song. Oh, but. I, I, I have to disagree wholeheartedly. It's Kathy another Valentine. manic Monday. Totally. Oh, wait, that's, that's the Bengals. Bengals, sorry. Now there, now, there might be what you're talking about, because... Uh, um, um, not meant, uh, what was her was name? The hot Susanna Hoffs yeah. was gorgeous. And so it was a comparison other, problem. The other Bengals <laughs> kind of paled a little bit in comparison to Susanna Hoffs, but they were they were all. But adorable. it was a comparison problem, not a. You're not that you're all naturally ugly. It's that well, you've mean, got Susanna Hoffs in front of you. No kidding. But you look at Belinda Carlisle. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jane Wheedlin was adorable, absolutely adorable, okay. and made a great. Uh, Joan of Arc. Okay, Miss, sure. Miss of Arc. Okay. All right. Uh, you had Kathy Valentine on bass. You had Charlotte Caffey on piano, and she was cute. And you had Gina Shock on drums, and she was even cute. I mean, they were they were a cute band. They tell some funny stories about their uh, touring. Oh God, when they yeah to be a roadie. So you'd be you'd be a roadie touring with the Go Go's, and slipped under your door, you'd get five Polaroid shots of uh, Lady Junk, Lady yeah. Business. Yeah. And you'd have to, as a roadie, you'd have to match the lady junk with the, with with the, the go-go. With the go-go. You'd have to say, <laughs> this particular JJ belongs to the ugly one or whatever. Right, exactly. And that's their, but they're weird. Well, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Belimpa Carlisle, she was, she was the one. 
Balimpa. Balimpa. Did you really just call her Balimpa? I called Carlisle? her that all through high school. That's I can't get away from it. All right. Speaking of Balimpa Carlisle, it's uh, Daryl Skeels. He's here on the show. Hello, Daryl. Hello. Let's do Star Trek. What do you say? It's Star Trek week, dude. You didn't run right out and see the uh, the the midnight showing, did you? No, my, I'm so busy. It's just not. Yeah, people I, with children don't usually get to do that do that anymore. That's true. Or their kids got to yeah. be a little older or something. But right. Uh, I can tell you this. Uh, your co-host on This Week in Trek did. Yeah. And he gave it 47 out of 5 stars. Yeah. Now, that's... Wait, wait, wait. Wait, did you say 47? Yeah, 40... I know the math doesn't work. 47. <laughs> 47. He didn't put a point okay. in there. 47 okay. out of 5 stars, meaning he's what he's <laughs> hyperbole is saying that he loved it. Um, Can't you really do the same thing by saying 5 stars? It's that whole... Oh, I'm putting, you know, I'd say 150% yes to you going to Hollywood. Isn't right. that the same damn thing? Well, like, the words too. Okay, so mathematically, uh, there are ways to use like 300%. You could say uh, this particular uh, virus has grown 300% in the right, lab yes. when these conditions. You can do that because you're talking about a, a three over. You and know, yes, a, I'm getting the 47 reference. I know they use that all through Star Trek. <laughs> Right, we know, we got it, but it's you make a good point about. Actually, uh, yeah, I hate scales. I think it's more anyway. powerful to say I give it five out of five stars than to say I give it forty-seven out of five stars. So I now mean, what's going to happen is Mike's going to take that clip out of the show, <laughs> and he's, he's going to use it. it to Adam Curry. Yep, <laughs> the morning stream. <laughs> All right, Adam Curry gave us a great gift with that little clip right there. He did. We're going to yes. use that a lot. All right, I'm feeling how overmodulated that clip sounds. By the way, I'm feeling groovy. That's a hint. Uh, You know, you know what I really care about. The opinion I really care about is Gene Roddenberry's son, Rod Roddenberry. What he said. He he said it was a great movie, and he really liked it, and he gives it the Roddenberry stamp of approval. Whoa, is that like his thumbs up? Yeah. All right. So he's got a big stamp. I give it it five lens flares out of five. (laughs) I heard there were less lens flares this time. That's what I've heard. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. the word on the street is that he held back on that business because it was so, it was so talked about from the first one. <laughs> um, I can't wait. We're seeing it uh, tomorrow night with uh, the Mayus. I'm seeing it tomorrow night with uh, Nick for his birthday. So him and his buddies and Kim and I are going to go see it on Friday night. So that'll be fun. And the Mayus, the, oh, the Mayus. Not oh, my. coming in Urtacular, those bastards. I know. That blows my mind. They've been every year since 2008. Not this year. Making me sad. All right. Daryl, sorry. Let's get to Star Trek. We got a question for you. Man, we are burning the oil here today. In the original series episode, Spock's Brain, one of the worst episodes ever, according to Daryl Skills and others, uh, the Enterprise encounters a ship that is moving very close to the Enterprise. Spock uses his sensors and tell, you know, a little stupid thing he looked into, and tells Kirk what kind of <laughs> propulsion system the ship has. What kind of propulsion system does the ship use? Is it A, ion propulsion, B, plasma propulsion, C, graviton propulsion, or D, tachyon propulsion? He thought I was going to have trouble okay. with that, but I didn't. Mm. Take that. And he also didn't, didn't mention any of his typos, so good, good job. No, I didn't. I skipped right over those. Yes. So, Daryl, while you <laughs> while you think on it, uh, let's see here. We got a little a bit of this. Are you hungry? Aren't you hungry? Lots of foodies. Let's eat some foodies. Got in our right, hands so- here. So called S and B hot mustard. Uh, this is from Schnogo. And I'm opening up my sensations. This is uh, the last item I think we have from Sean Cox. So the sensations Thai sweet chili flavor crisps, which I think and- my kids ate. 
Lucky them, man. These smell awesome. Yeah, they, I, actually, I think I had one or two, and they were really good. So this is hot. Ooh, boy, this tube is menacing. Ooh, <laughs> look really? at that. Yeah, that's scary looking. Wow. You open that up and look. The color, the color choices and fonts just make it look scary. <laughs> it does, yeah. I okay, it's got a little that. protective little condom on it, so you got to pull that off. I'm gonna have. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna have one of these chips without. Just to try it first. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thai chili. Those are really good, by the way. You'll be mm. fine. Fine with those. Those are great. I think I ate a good quarter of that. I'll lick bag. one of these uh, for Leo in just a moment, or for Cleo. For Leo. Leo? Lick it for Leo. <laughs> hey, Leo. Brian, licking a chip. Chip licking by Robo. <laughs> chip licking you love from people you trust. <laughs> okay. So. Oh. All right. I'm now terrified. I'm putting some of this hot mustard on a chip. I'm really scared. I'm, I'm scared about this. I'm probably putting more than I should because this stuff. The morning stream. Like Sorry, that's just playing without me controlling it now. I don't know what's oh, going no. on. Yes, now it's going to claim uh, ownership of uh, podcasting. <laughs> oh, it's hot. Right, here we go. Oh, I've made a horrible error. <laughs> oh, mm. Daryl, you'd hate this. It's really good, but it's hot. Oh man, oh. it's like. Uh, Wasabi hot. Yeah, it goes up your nose. <clears throat> it does. Oh, that's it, good though. Has it got wasabi in it? It um <laughs> I love no, the name probably... on this, dude. S and B hot mustard. And then below it, the sub heading is prepared hot mustard in tube. <laughs> in tube. Oh, that is fantastic. Keep refrigerated after opening. That's important. Oh, that is pretty good, but woo, that took that went right up my nostrils. Yeah, it's a, it is a horseradishy kind of... You're not uh, supposed to sniff it. Yeah. You know what this looks like? I got corns on my feet and I need ointment. That's what this looks like. Like Ben Gay, yeah. right? A little Ben Gay tube you take with you on your with vacation. The, uh, with the chariot race. All right, here's a licking a chip for uh, for Cleo. All right, good uh -huh. job. All right. Oh. Nah. Ugh. <laughs> All right, Daryl, back, uh, back to your business. Uh, birthday. We forgot him yesterday. I don't know what I was doing. I skipped right over it. So give us one Yeah, today. we all forgot. We all forgot about that for some reason. Anyway, <clears throat> it's Yvonne Craig, 76. She was a Batgirl, not, but not on Star Trek. On Star Trek, she was Marta in Whom oh. Gods Destroy. Oh, Marta. I remember her. And wait, that TNG one. No? No, no. This is from TOS. Oh, TOS. Yeah. Remember, the, remember the one with Garth, the insane guy? Y yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm thinking of some. There's another Marta in the new one. She played the Atlanta uh, public transportation system. It was great. Gross. The Marta. <laughs> yes. She played Bart later that year in uh, San Francisco. Playing coast to coast, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Fantastic. Oh, look at that. There's actually nudie pictures of her um, oh. if, you, if you Google image search her. Brian's first thing he ever does is Google no, search. Well, I Google image search just to see, oh, yeah, it's Batgirl. Oh, look, there she is in her. Was she She was a green. Uh, a green a green. Yeah. A green dancer on Star Trek. Okay. Wait, what's her name again? Yvonne Craig. <laughs> Yvonne, I want to yeah. see if this is true. Craig. Oh, with a Y. I, I never do that Yvonne thing right. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, and she was a green dancer. You're right. Yeah. Okay. And apparently a bit of a pinup queen, if you know what yes. I mean. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, good luck to her. How old is she? Mm -hmm. 76. Oh, wow. She's young in every shot on this. Ooh, totally, yeah. Thing. They captured her era. I mean, she took a lot of pictures during that time. It's a. It was the curvy girl era. She definitely it fits totally that. Was. Yeah. yeah, hourglass figure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you're gonna call anybody a hot Betty, I guess that'd be her. Yeah, she's a hot Betty. Yeah. <laughs> Give her that. She's a hot. 
She's a hot green Betty. Hot green Betty. All right. Hot green Betty's Bam, aside. Bam. <laughs> All right. Which one of these things does Spock see through his stupid kaleidoscope looking stupid thing he looked through? Was it ion propulsion, plasma propulsion, graviton propulsion, or tachyon? Well, I remember this this one because I remember when I watched this, I thought, ion, ion propulsion? They have that now. That's not... Why is Scotty all amazed at this, that this is so advanced? They... That's not advanced. Yeah, that so, is a thing they do now, right? That's not a, a, nor, a, a yeah, normal, I abnormal think thing. They even had it back then. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's ion. Okay, well, let's find out if you're right, Daryl. If it's ion or not. I'm dancing for no reason here. Here we go. Let's find out. Is it <laughs> ion? Congratulations! Ah, good job. You're a winner. Won the week, really. Three out of four is pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. Uh, answer is Ion Propulsion. Spock says the ship is using it. A woman beams over to the bridge and uses wrist a wrist device to make the crew pass out. Then she steals <laughs> Spock's brain. Here's a clip. Oh, yeah. Here's a clip. You have come to destroy us. No, no, no. I promise you. We just want to talk to somebody about Spock's brain. That's all. Brain and brain. What is brain? <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. Good times, though. Um, check it out, everybody. In stores now. Spock Brain. Go watch it. Daryl is the Trek nerd on Twitter. He's also This Week in Trek's own Daryl Skills. You can listen to that show just by going to thisweekintrek.com, and I'll bet Mike's got a cool review coming for that movie. Uh, very excited about it. You know, it was in 2009. This would have been the weekend we all got together for Nerdtacular and saw the 2009 Star Trek. Remember that? Yeah, yeah I you, was there. You were here for that. That's true. Back in that the the mm-hmm. crazy days when I invited everyone to my house. Oh man, I'm not <laughs> well, doing that when anymore. You, when when Nerdtacular was small enough that you could invite everyone over to your house. That's true. Well, that year we had 155 people, and they were just the ones from out of town. Right. We didn't invite yeah. any locals. That got crazy real quick. It did yeah. So no more of that. I'm still picking stuff out of the carpet from then. Just kidding. Not really. You guys were all very nice. <laughs> Daryl is uh, in those places. You should go listen to him. Daryl, what do you got for the uh, the quote today? We're going to try to mess this up. Well, this one's not very fair, but that's okay. I'll stump you with it anyway. All right. The universe, the universe is a spheroid region 705 meters in diameter. Uh, Spock. I'm going to say it's the Traveler. He says Traveler. I say Spock. Traveler only had like, whoa, sorry. Traveler only had like two fingers, didn't he? Like two big fingers and a thumb. I think yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. that's got nothing to do with the question. But I'm going to say... I think everybody in the tadpool is saying it's the computer, so it must be the computer. Oh. <laughs> hey, you're cheating. Did they know? Well, they, I already gave my answer. Are they right? Who's right? <laughs> the, the tadpool is right. Oh, they're bastards. Don't trust those guys. That's, that's right. Yeah. Oh, it's the news. It's brought to you by Frog Pants TV. Check out the latest episode where Scott and Nick try to survive in Minecraft the only way they know how. By surviving. It's at youtube.com slash myextralife or at frogpants.com slash TV. Yeah, go watch it. Uh, really had yeah. fun with Nick and he's teaching me how to... I've never... See, I, the first time I ever got into that game, it was all creative mode. Right, it was all builder. Yeah, I'd never done any... Uh, oh, oh, we got to protect ourselves because it's going to be dark and the zombies are going to come. I've never done that. So he walked me through how to do it, and that kid knows more about Minecraft than I'm comfortable with. Oh, I know. Tristan's the same way. He was actually playing last night. There was apparently a um, there's a server where they do Hunger Games mm. in Minecraft. Oh, so right. I've seen this. He's yeah. big into that. Yeah. yeah, I hear that's a lot of fun, actually. By the way, that um, that that uh, quote was from Remember Me, because obviously the, for the universe to be that small, it would have to be collapsing in on itself and mm. 
And uh, Dr. Crusher is the only one left in that tiny little universe. That's right. We've never needed a crew of more than two people on I, this ship. I don't understand. And then he was gone. Yeah, there are four chairs. <laughs> only two of us. There's only one. And then the, he was eventually the, the second guy to leave, or he's the last guy. Right. And then she was, he was the Right, exactly. By the way, I'm putting in the, uh, in the Skype chat a link to the That Girl theme song. Oh, Courtesy of Cleo. Yeah, you've got to listen to this because you're... You're going to love the lyrics for this. I'd forgotten how lame they are. All right, here we go. Playing it now. Diamonds, daisies, snowflakes, bad This girl, is terrible. Chestnuts, rainbows, springtime. Is that girl? She's tinsel on a tree. She's everything that every girl should be. She's just saying words. They're just right. different words. I could do this for our lamp show. Post sausage, <laughs> swing lamp, bad girl. I think swing, you said swing lamp because that's what you could see right now, right? Pretty much exactly. I needed a third. I love that. I love that you saw a thing in your room and named it. Holy crap. Can I just say this cooked coke, whatever Kim's making, this quick uh, cooked cocoa bean thing. Yeah. It makes me feel great after I drink it. Really? All right. Not and jittery, not caffeiney. You should try it. It's it's you're not, drinking that out of your mug, I see. Yeah, so out, of my, out of my uh, TMS mug. Right. Really good. All right. All right, geek food ladies. Let's talk about that on Monday. Give yeah. us a give us a recipe. How do you make this cocoa? Yeah. How are you doing you this? Speak? I think it's in a package. <laughs> I think you just that's put all right. it in the thing. I'll take it. But I'll yeah, but I'll right. I'll get details on that and please we'll do share it on the show because that's I'm impressed with it. But the last three days have just perked me up without me feeling like a spaz and it made me it makes me feel focused and smarter and i'm saying words i mean to i don't mean to mr frodo all right moving on <laughs> uh chaos child just give us some new lyrics post-its pencil <laughs> lick chips those guys <laughs> what a stupid song all right a man in sweden has died after oh. trying to have sexual relations with a nest of hornets oh Hmm. I did not have sexual relations <laughs> with that hornet's nest. Depends on what your definition of bee is. <laughs> oh, ask your mom, everyone. Go go back to 1998. Uh, the web was abuzz today with the apparent news that a man in Sweden has died after trying to do the hoo-ha with a nest of hornets. Reports hmm. circulated across the world of a man so bloated that his body was mistaken for a whale carcass. Oh, my God. How can that be? Really? I, I don't buy that particular thing. But anyway, the 35-year-old, <laughs> apparently known as Haas. Haas? Hazzy? How would you say that? Uh, say? I like Haas. All right, Haas. I like Haas. That's probably Hassa. Like the fat guy from Ogden, Utah that was in uh, right. so, uh, Bonanza. Bonanza, yeah. Yeah. Utah Connection. Uh, looked like a beached whale during uh, due to the inflammation caused by hundreds of stings. However, it is now uh, it now appears as though the story was too good to be true, albeit not from the unfortunate Haas. He has uh, been said to not even exist. The source of the story has now been traced to a satirical website in Sweden, like their version of The Onion, which reported the stinging back in late September. It was originally supported... Uh, er, er, sorry, it was originally reported animal rights campaigners uh, what? It was originally reported animal rights campaigners were, oh, I got it, were concerned about the uh, well-being of the hornets, 
But we are now fairly sure no hornets or men called Haas were harmed in the making of this story. Mm. So I got you excited, so, and then I ripped it so away. So somebody leaked the plot of the next American Pie movie. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> wonder if, uh, what's his name, will be in that again. Uh, who seems to be contractually obliged, no matter what directed DVD garbage they're making. Uh, right. Uh, what's, name guy. The, uh, what's his name? Jason Biggs. No, not him. He's not in the DVD ones. Uh, the dad. Oh, 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 oh. Eugene Levy? He's in all of them. Yeah, he is. No right. matter he how convoluted exactly. or stupid. It, he's right. He it. doesn't <laughs> It doesn't matter if uh what's his face? Jason Biggs' character's in there. His dad will be in he's there. He's somehow in there. Like the one that was in a college and it had it was like Stifler's brother that was made up out of nothing. Mm-hmm. And he was somehow in that. I, I don't know what he did. He signed some deal with somebody. He's great. Oh. Eugene Levy's great. He is great. But yeah. what is he doing there? He deserves better than this. I agree. He deserves another uh Another Christopher Guest movie. That's what he needs. I agree. I wonder if one of those is in the... It's got to be working on, right? Those guys have... I would hope so. they got one more under their belt. Come on. Oh, yeah. I love those movies. Uh, Star Wars... Don't get Star Wars fans and Doctor Who fans in the same room. Really? They're huge. rumble? Oh, huge clash at the Norwich Convention. (laughs) The most ineffective fight, (laughs) gang fight ever. Yep. Absolutely. (laughs) Police were called to a science fiction convention after an urgent... uh, Or argument, rather, between two rival groups of fans... Trouble flared at the Nor- uh, fourth Norwich sci-fi and film convention at the University of First Anglia. Anyway, organized by the Norwich Star Wars Club. Uh, police were called after members of the rival Norwich sci-fi club uh, arrived to get autographs from two Doctor Who actors at the event on Sunday. Uh, the officers uh, attended and spoke with both parties. Uh, the spokesman said they had been called to reports of a man being assaulted at the convention. Uh, let's see. This wasn't a fight between Star Wars fans and Doctor Who fans with lightsabers and sonic screwdrivers drawn. Jim Pohl. Of it wasn't? Some, yeah. Well, then I'm really disappointed. <laughs> I, that's what I'm saying. After a lengthy investigation, talking to witnesses and uh, reviewing good CCTV footage, it was confirmed that there was no assault. The two rival groups have been spoken to and advised to keep out of each other's way. So just words were exchanged. Um, let's see. There has been a history of rivalry disputes between the two clubs, the Star Wars Club and the Doctor Who Club, both of which own their own conventions in the city or hold their own conventions in the city. Hmm. Well, all right. Poor Peter Peter Cushing sitting there going, I don't know which side to take. I don't understand. You may fire when ready. Mumblebox.com sponsoring that junk, that that nonsense. (laughs) Uh, Seven day free trial, tile, trial. Uh, get your custom host names, get your fully redundant servers, and get your sweet, easy-to-use web interface. And by the way, get 20% off the next time you need a great voice server at mumbleboxes.com. Use the code TMS for 20% off. All right. I think a little bit of poo might be in order. Chairman J. Parnell Thomas of New Jersey opens an inquiry into possible communist penetration of the Hollywood film industry. It's Celebrity Poop, and it's brought to you by... Feel like giving to a good cause? Help Atlanta Aerial Dance Studio, the D.A.R.E. Project, reach their goal of turning their studio space into a working theater. This nonprofit teaches at-risk youths and teens circus arts. Not only that, but they do offer adults uh, silks and trapeze. Oh, that's cool, the silks, like where you get the thing hanging down from the ceiling. Mm -hmm. I always wanted to do that. Help this dance troupe bring their show, Shadows of Doubt, back after a year of setbacks. Check out their Kickstarter page at kickstarter.com slash pro really just do a search on kickstarter for shadows of doubt (laughs) (laughs) yeah shadows of doubt do that 
uh, or by searching for Shadows of Doubt on Kickstarter. <laughs> there you go. That's what happens when I don't read ahead. Also, check out their classes offered at dareproject.org, and that's D-A-I-R project.org. Tell them that the morning stream sent you. <laughs> I'll uh, put this into the tadpole, this link, and um, and maybe they ought to come up with a tiny URL or something. Yeah, you guys help us out. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will Smith's greatest fear. Guess what it is without looking at the article. Uh, Will Smith's greatest fear? Uh, Smelly cab rides. Close. Close. Um, Being the last surviving man on earth and talking to a bunch of mannequins while you rent movies. That's one. Uh, He also doesn't like kids from Silver Spoons. Not a big fan of that. (laughs) In his blockbuster movies, he seems to be fearless. But one thing Will Smith says terrifies him, mice. So nice, I'm brave really. for my kids and strong, but if there's a mouse, Jada got to deal with it. It's <laughs> a pretty good impression. <laughs> <laughs> Here, I'll, you know what? I'll let him do the talking. This is him on, uh, who's the gay lady? Um, uh, Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen DeGeneres, DeGeneres thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because there's only one. <laughs> right, she's, she's it. The one that's with the Porsche de Rossi. She, she's, but I am, oh, I'm really curious because... You're a confident man, and you you raise your kids with confidence. What are you scared of? Anything? What? No. Oh, like mice. Oh. Like, no, listen, <laughs> yo, I do. I'm telling oh, you. Man. No, because I'm like brave for my kids, and I'm like strong. If it's a if it's there's a mouse, Jada got to deal with it. Like, <laughs> I just I don't know. It's the thing. Like, how about this? Rats are okay, or possum, or something. But a mouse, just the little small. ones. They, you know, like, I just, it, All right, so that that should fill your day with joy. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Gee, I wonder if they've got a movie coming out. I wonder if that's why we're hearing so much about Will Smith lately. <laughs> well, of course. Well, mm. that's they're doing the junket tour. I mean, that's that's fine. Parents just let, don't understand. Let them do that. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Melissa Joan Hart gets an ass kicking on Kickstarter. Do okay. you know who Melissa Joan Hart is? She was uh, the teenage witch. Was it Sabrina? Yep, Sabrina okay. the teenage witch. You are absolutely correct, and I don't think we've seen much from her lately. No. That show was terrible. I hated it. And I also, Clarissa explains it all. Am I thinking of the wrong person? I Not on the teenage witch part. That part, you're right. I don't know about the okay. other one. Okay. Uh, Melissa Joan Hart is, is emoting sadness after her Kickstarter campaign. Who knew she had one anyway? But she was trying to finance a film. It failed miserably. Mm. Uh, Melissa was at. So don't just think you can go on Kickstarter and just suddenly all the money will be there. You I'm have, a celebrity. Get yeah. me on Kickstarter. I was on the teenage witch and that's it. Ooh, Give me money. Zach Braff. If Zach Braff can do it, so can I. Yeah, he's just a punk. No one thinks Garden State was any good. Uh, let's see. She was asking for a mere $2 million and only raised 51605 Yikes. The film is called Darcy's Walk of Shame. And if that opening doesn't draw you in, nothing will. Uh, here's the quote. Darcy Baker is a 30-something school teacher who isn't really looking forward to traveling with her boyfriend to attend her sister's wedding in Thailand. This is the movie description. Right, right. Except for the fact that she's just been informed that budget cuts are likely to make her an ex-school teacher. And on her way to the airport, she happened to catch her boyfriend in bed with her travel agent, which instantly makes her him an ex-boyfriend. <laughs> oh, it's at that point that hilarity ensues. Who are the people that gave 50K? <laughs> really, that's what this question, this is the big question for me isn't so much the why didn't you get $2 million, is how did you get $51,000 for that description? I wonder if, uh, is the thing still in Kickstarter? I wonder what the... Um, I think so. I don't think they remove it. Um, what the, uh, the, the goal, not stretch goals, but like the rewards were. Where is it? There it is right here. Uh, yep, okay. there it is. Oh, nope, nope. That just took me over to the Huffington Post. Oh, great. 
Navigating, okay. And right. uh, Zach Braff, okay. Yeah. Oh, there it is. All right, let's see if this is the one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, now I'm on. Oh, All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, All right, so there it is. Okay, Melissa Joan Hart. Okay. Mm -hmm. 77 people pledged a dollar. Okay. 59 people pledged $10 for a PDF of the shooting script. (laughs) Uh, 48 people did 25 bucks for a Walk of Shame t-shirt. And they get a a PDF, right? Yeah. Previous Um, rewards plus, yeah. $35 for 43 people who got a... So less people... For an actual copy, a digital download of the movie, <laughs> then for wow. the T-shirt, a lot of people said, "Oh, T-shirt! All right, I'll take a T-shirt. I don't care about the movie." <laughs> that's in- that says that's a little interesting for some reason. It is. To me. Yes. Uh, let's see. Mm. Advanced backers screening Q and A on Long Island. Uh, be the first on Long Island to attend a special screening in advance. Zero backers. That's kind of sad. I mean, yeah, you know, you kind of want. You want this way to work. You want this, basically, you don't want the big studios to take such a huge cut of the creator's money, yeah, right? No, I agree. And this but, is a great uh, way to get little projects off the ground that are not going to be made otherwise. And I think that the problem with this is there's a lot of internet geek cred with both Zach Braff and the Veronica Mars deal. Sure. And there's none with Melissa Joan Hart. At yeah. the core. Now, if she said, I'm making a science fiction epic that will involve this, this, and this, I'll bet she'd have had 300, 400,000. It may not have still hit her goal. Right. But but I'm, I guess what I'm saying is, you don't. I don't think you come in there with her credentials. She's great. I'm sure she's wonderful. But, you know, you don't come in there with teenage witch credentials and say, like, if she came in and said, we're making a teenage witch movie, I'll bet that would have garnered more success, even though I think right. that show was dumb. It right. still would have been more. So, I don't know. Right. Clarissa anyway. Kickstarters it. Yeah, uh, Clarissa Kickstarters. The film. Yeah, the film. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, Tweaked Audio sponsoring that bit of garbage. That little bit of tripe. <laughs> <clears throat> Check it out, man. Earbuds in your head. I'm watching my daughter this morning. She's got a pair of uh, Tweaked Audio earbuds. and I said, Taylor. And she didn't answer me. I said, Taylor. She didn't answer me. I said, Taylor. And I had to hit her in the arm. And she goes, what? And I go, oh, you're wearing Tweaked Audio because they have the best noise canceling I've ever heard. In this kind of earbud, uh, she can't hear me when I'm talking to her, and I guess that's good for her. Hear your parents? <laughs> sucks for yeah, sucks for me. Good for her. Right. Uh, noise reduction, engineering for durability, and all designed to sound great with both music and talk. Get a lifetime warranty and 33% off a of stream at checkout. You know the deal. Stream at checkout for 33% off. All right, damn it. When we come back, we got rapid fire movie review with James Gerstner talking about Star Trek. Weird day to do it, but we're doing it today, and uh, he's talking about Star Trek Into Darkness. And uh, after that, we got Corinne's Corrections, which I can't wait to get to. These are awesome. Cool. Brian, let's do a song. All right. How about, I'll do a song right now. Yeah. Earbuds, airplanes, <laughs> sausage, that guy. All right. I would kickstart that. <laughs> you got my money. Just follow me on Kickstarter. Ooh, a PDF uh, of the script. Anyway. <laughs> okay, so here's what we're doing. This one going out to Anya and John. He said, uh, she says, "Hello, singer and band. Mm. The most rocking event is occurring on Saturday, May 18th. We'll be getting married in our home state of Colorado. Our reception will undoubtedly have a rock band set up. Uh, several years ago, my fiance John introduced me to the game Rock Band, and to this day, John and I play a lot. I mean, a lot of rock band. He expertly strums the plastic guitar while I sing along." 
We have several songs <clears throat> in our gameplay rotation that describe our relationship. Uh, if you could play a cover of one of the following songs, that would rock our socks. And uh, uh, the one I picked was a cover of I Believe in a Thing Called Love by The Darkness. Uh, despite the desire to demolish a plastic drum set when your podcast invades our speakers, we love the show, though. Anya and John. Oh. Now, they <clears throat> actually specifically requested a ska cover of I Believe in a Thing Called Love by the Darkness. And what's funny is I'm actually playing a cover by a group called The Simple Plan, which is a uh, French-Canadian rock group that has its pedigree comes from bands like NoFX that have kind of a ska punk kind of sound to them. But the cover that we're playing doesn't really have a ska feel. It's the closest thing I could find mm -hmm. to any of her choices. Uh, and it's a damn good cover. It's a live cover of uh, I Believe in a Thing Called Love by Simple Plan. This one came from a, a collection from Coalition Entertainment, uh, an album they put out in 2007, kind of a, um, a sampling of all the artists on uh, Coalition Entertainment. Here's Simple Plan and their cover of The Darkness's I Believe in a Thing Called Love. All right. Well, don't forget. Schmidt's Blue Ribbon Bread gives you... Let's play it. Here we go. It's uh, I Believe in a Thing <laughs> wait, Called Love. Wait, to use that soundboard, Scott. Yeah, it's not bad, right? I'm, it seems, yeah, not bad. seems pretty pro. I wonder what Adam Curry thinks. The Morning Stream! Thanks. <laughs> Boy, that was really obnoxious. Uh, all right, here you go. I Believe in a Thing Called Love. It's Simple Plan. We'll be right back. See better and feel better. The Morning Stream. 
Perfect for a black person or a white person or a person of any color. And Hispanic people too. And all people. <clears throat> One of my favorite Scott Fletchers. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Mr. Scott <laughs> Uh, welcome back, everybody. I had another uh, mustard-laden chip there during that song. How'd that go for you? Very well. That would anytime, go up your nose Anytime I have any sort of uh, congestion or whatever, yeah. bam, I'm taking some of this stuff. Well, it's uh, it does seem to... I mean, it cleared my sinuses there for a minute, just the little bit I tasted. Mm-hmm. Um, made in uh, Chuku, Tokyo. And um, so my nephew, my nephew uh, Thatcher, good kid, right? Love this kid. Mm-hmm. He's awesome. Big yeah. time video game player. Anytime the families get together... This is what typically happens. Everybody starts doing whatever they do, and Thatcher and I go to some corner somewhere, and we talk shop. We talk about what games we're playing, (laughs) why they're great, and all of this. Well, he is going on a two-year mission, uh, church mission, and he's Uh going to Fuki, Coco, Kaka, something, Japan. (laughs) Okay. And uh, I had to rub it in because he's going to be there for two years. So I sit down with him, and I say... Oh, Thatcher, I'm so excited for it. It's going to be a great new culture. You're going to learn all kinds of things, and you're going to just, it's going to be great. You're going to come back a new man, and blah, blah, blah. But you're not going to be able to play any video games for two years. You're not going to have a new PlayStation 4. You're not going to have whatever the, the 360 freaking, whatever the successor is. You're not right. going to have any of this stuff. We're all going to have hol- uh, freaking uh, holographic headsets on by the time you get back in two years. <laughs> Now I feel a little oh, bad about it. No. I gave him a hard time. No, but uh, think of the Kit Kats. Oh, the oh, Kit Kats. Oh, the Kit Kats. Have. I actually told him, I said, you need to send me some of those, dude, because they are yeah, good right. over there. All right. Uh, hey, it's uh, time for, you know what? Let's do a movie review. See what Star Trek has to hold for all of us this weekend. All right. Got to add James to the call if I can find him. There he is. This is an unusual thing. We don't usually do this except on Mondays. Oh, all right. With Wendy on the road, there's, uh, you know, an opportunity well, to do it. Summer movie season, so yeah, why not? Uh, hello, are you there, James? Uh, hello, I am here. How was your late night excursion? Did you have a good time? Don't tell us about I, the movie yet, but yeah, I did. Um, I am not as young as I used to be. <laughs> it does change, doesn't it? That midnight movie thing, right? A little bit. Used to be able to. I remember going to the midnight premieres of you know like Lord of the Rings movies and being up yeah. till three thirty in the morning and then getting up the next day at like nothing and. Not so much anymore. Yeah, it used to be when I'd see a midnight movie, I'd wake up like this. Yes, a black man, very smooth and convincing. But not so much now. Now I'm like a dirty old white man, very rough and unconvincing. Yeah, I can't uh, remember what the last midnight yeah. movie I saw was. I think it was the final Harry Potter, and oh. that was tough. That was a rough midnight movie. I'll bet it was. Uh, last one I may have done for midnight. Oh, it's been a long time. That's really well. The only one I really remember and hated, and maybe maybe that's what turned me, is I hated the Independence Day midnight showing I saw. Mm. <laughs> and because yeah, that of that, I kind of, I mean, I probably went a whole decade without doing it again. So I just hated it. Ugh, freaking mm-hmm. that movie disappointed me so bad. All right, anyway. So it's uh, James. It's uh, He's here. He's going to do his two-minute movie review of Star Trek Into Darkness. Here's the theme. This is a type A alert. Two minutes to complete evacuation. Go. I didn't write anything down because I got out of the movie last night about 2.30, and so I went straight to bed. Overall, I really um, did enjoy uh, Star Trek Into Darkness. It's a very worthy sequel uh, to 2009 Star Trek, which the 2009 Star Trek is in my uh, top 10 um, favorite films of all time. Whoa. And both films are really, really cool journeys, which is what you know a Star Trek movie is supposed to be. Just the thing that I noticed more of this film is this film seemed like it had more 
Star Trekky pit stops. Of you have to stop and you have to do you have to do this bit. You have to do this bit. You have to do this bit. Then you have to get back with the story. And maybe that was just a little bit more amplified because the first one being kind of a retelling, kind of a reorigin story of having to reintroduce. Uh, you know, all the different characters and how they got there. Uh, maybe it just seemed a little bit more pronounced in this one, or maybe it's maybe because I know more about Star Trek now than I did four years ago. Um, it doesn't detract from the movie at all, but just there's more of those. It, it didn't seem quite as elegant of just the, the little fan service bits, which J.J. Abrams is really good at doing, where you make a movie for the general populace, but you throw in the little things like, you know, set phasers to stun or whatever iconic Star Trek thing you're doing specifically for the fans. Um, everybody's great. The visuals are amazing. There are a couple of sequences that absolutely blew my mind. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is fantastic as the villain in this film. And there's just a lot to like here. There is, um, I'd be interested to see, because if Abrams is getting into Star Wars now, I'd be interested to see what they do for the next Star Trek film and who takes it in what direction. But I would highly recommend this. It's definitely my favorite film of the summer so far and very likely my favorite film of the year um, of 2013. Definitely merits another watch just to kind of digest everything. But it was a lot of good spun, a good movie, and a great Star Trek movie. Nice. You did it under the timeline. Good Lord. That scared me. Um, And also his most positive review, I'd argue, I'd wager. Yeah. Yeah, I would would totally totally agree with that. On this show. Boy, that makes me excited. I am very excited. All right. Brian? Yes, sir. You know what time it is? What time is it? It's time for this. I don't really have a theme for it. Um, let's see if I can come up with one. How about... Let's see. Do I have a good one here? How about uh, this one? This is called pointing. There's also click. All right. So it's Corinne's Corrections. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Corinne's Corrections, everybody. This is where Corinne, the head of the Nerdtacular Planning Committee, uh, to whom I owe a great debt and would not be able to do this <laughs> event without her, uh, you'll meet her at the event if you're coming. She'll be the very busy, very focused, very run around to get everything done person. You'll see. Uh, it'll be obvious who Corinne is. Plus, I'll point her and out. She'll also be the very happiest uh, person the day after it's done. Yeah, she'll be <laughs> thrilled. Her and her and I both will just be the ah, yeah. collective ga- gasp of freedom. Mm-hmm. Uh, here are Corinne's corrections. This is stuff we say on the show, and it drives her bananas. So she has a disclaimer though on this one. You want to hear this one? Yeah, yeah. This is the last couple of weeks worth of stuff. Says, uh, disclaimer, I do not in any way, shape, or form claim to know it all. That's a tadpool's job. That's the tadpool's job, not a. Uh, but there <laughs> were a few things that flew by in the witty, witty banter over the last couple of weeks that I could use a tiny bit of clarification. Number one, on May 8th, when Scott was talking about the death of the great Ray Harryhausen, he referred to the fifth voyage of, voyage of Sinbad. The story of Sinbads <laughs> are ancient and were collected together in the 1001 Arabian Nights collection. Although uh, there actually was a fifth voyage of Sinbad in that story cycle, the movie that Harryhausen made was the seventh voyage of Sinbad. Uh, They should watch, by the way, the Harryhausen Chronicles documentary on on Netflix. Not streaming, but worth getting the disc for. I would love to watch that. I was in Vegas when you said that. I I was probably busy uh, shoving a hooker under my bed. Right, of course. You're supposed to be doing that. It's fine. (laughs) I missed it, yeah. No one holds that against you. Wasn't there for you to back you up. No one one would ever hold that against you. Um, Right. Here's another one. Number two, can't quite tell, but it sounded like on one episode that Scott thought Norway and the Netherlands were somewhat interchangeable countries. Not so, other than the fact that they both have a border that touches 
the North Sea. Norway pretty much invented the Vikings, and the Netherlands spawned some of the best artists on the planet, Rembrandt, Vermeer, or Vermeer, rather, uh, M.C. Escher, and Van Gogh. Call me if you want to say that last name correctly. What? I got that one, right? Van Gogh? Uh, oh, Van Gogh. Van Gogh. Van Gogh. In all seriousness, both countries have a lot of interesting things we can talk about. There isn't much time for it in an in-depth discussion of the fact that the Norwegians have been a discreet group of people since before the Crusades and that the Netherlands spawned what is considered to be the most multinational corporation, the Dutch East and West India Company. Hmm. Interesting, right? Mm-hmm. Hold on. There's so many of these, i got to scroll funny. I know, yeah, because it's... Uh, it's huge. The way that uh, Google spreadsheet handles really big cells is yeah. it doesn't let you it jumps right to the next cell if it uh it's annoying yeah it probably like works that. for some people but we're doing show notes here we're using it for this dumb reason that they never envisioned so come on <laughs> right uh number three on an episode there was a discussion about mole removal on famous faces moles are actually fairly hard to remove on the face without leaving a big scar different kind of tissue there so lots of models don't do it for that reason one interesting fact: the traditional Chinese cultural in traditional Chinese culture, financial financial. I can't talk now. So I need more of that weird drink. <laughs> Facial moles are used in mole molemancy or face mole reading. Molemancy. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, the meaning of the mole uh, varies according to which of the nine wealth spots it is located on. Wealth <laughs> so spots. So it's like dividing your face into a big uh, like butcher's description of how a pig is cut up into yeah. cuts of meat. Like you see and in those which, pictures. Wherever the mole, right, wherever the mole lands, it's like, oh, you're going to be really good at the lottery. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she says, more importantly, and this is the important bit, everyone should get their moles checks at least, uh, checked at least once a year by a doctor. Once a year? Wow. Mm. Okay. I'm into that. My brother got a melanoma thing removed. Wow. I'm probably on the short list of getting the next one. Um, number four, and finally, the reason why we call our English words one way and the British spell them another is because we use two different dictionaries to base our spellings from. In the... I got to cut that one out. Oh, there we go. In the early 1700s, English spellings were standardized. Most Brits followed Samuel Johnson's A Dictionary of the English Language after it was published in 1755. Most Americans follow Noah's Western Dic- or Webster's Dictionary, which was published in 1828. We actually disregard a lot of Webster's suggested spellings, too, going with the uh, Latinate roots, for example. I th- does that mean Latin? Why couldn't you just write Latin? Lat- Latinate? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You know, Brian, my... My breasts were hurting. I think I'm Latinating now. I think I'm... <laughs> Latinate. Yeah, uh, which makes Eng- American English a very tough language to learn. Why the spell checker won't let you ta- uh, type Japs versus why it will let you type Brits is another conversation entirely. Thank. What does TTFN mean? I forget. Ta-ta for now. Oh, ta-ta for now. Okay. I learned something at the end even. <laughs> Thank you, Corinne, for Corinne's corrections. That was yeah. two weeks worth. She'll get those more often to us. I like well, them. Hopefully, hopefully we don't give her enough material to get those to us every every I guess week. Not. I really like them, though. I think they're fun to read. Um, all right, we're gonna have a, a a quick chance for you guys to call in. We have about ten minutes, Yay. and I want to hear from some listeners. So, listeners out there, ask us anything. Ask us anything. Quick, Segment. short questions. That's what we want. No big long right. conversations. I want to hear quick questions. Uh, Skype us right now. My extra life. That's my extra life on Skype. You don't have to add me. You just have to call it. And it'll ring through, and we'll add you to the to the, uh, to the show. That's my extra life, and we just want to hear. You know, I want you to be able to say things like, "Brian, 
Why are you rumored to have three buttocks? <laughs> and then you have to answer it. Tacos, office max, <laughs> butt nipple, that guy. <laughs> uh, so anyway, let's yeah. hear him coming on in. I suspect that people are people are scrambling. It's my extra life. Genie's put it in the chat room. If you're in the chat, you'll see it. Thank you for that. Oh, this is interesting. While we're waiting for that, look at this. Yeah. I am sci-fi sent us a link. How the battle over Star Trek rights killed J.J. Abrams' grandest ambitions. Oh, no, really? The franchise's licensing and merchandising rights are split between CBS and Paramount, which created headaches for the uh, the multi-hyphenates production uh, company Bad Robot, which is, you know, J.J. A struggle over USS Enterprise past and future helped sour him on the uh, Star Trek franchise and may have contributed to his decision to go ahead and take on that Star Wars universe where all the rights are in one place. Oh, that's very interesting. That is totally. Ice Worm's on the line. Ice Worm, what's your what's your, uh, what's your question, man? Uh, well, I asked this of everybody. It's just, uh, what's your favorite movie of all time? All time? Oh all man, time. Brian, you go all first. All time. I have an answer, but I want to hear. I want to hear. Brian's uh, I'll give you I mine as it, well when you're done. Yeah, yeah. I think oh, I'd have to. Ahead. I mean, you know, if I look look back at uh, there, there's there's a lot of movies that circulate in and out of the top five. I'd say Shawshank Redemption is probably my favorite. Ooh, that's in my top three. But uh, Empire Strikes Back is is probably the one that it trades places with uh, the most often. Oh, man, you're killing me here. We're Sorry, more, we're, more like, your... we're more like minded than I thought. Star, uh, oh, Empire Strike Back, Strikes Back is at number one for me. Is it? Um, Avalon is number two. I don't know how many people have wow. seen the movie, the film Avalon. I have not seen Avalon, but it's my second favorite movie ever, and I would say that that's pretty. Inter- uh, my top three are pretty interchangeable, but I'd say Shawshank is right up there in the top three as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think my top three are uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, Empire Strikes Back, and probably Blade Runner. I think Blade Runner's pretty oh, damn Blade good. Runner's another good. Blade one Runner's in my ten. Got to be in my top ten. It's a, actually Which, a really what's hard your thing. Version of uh, Blade Runner. Do you like the narrated Harrison Ford one or the non-narrated? Yeah. What do you prefer? I don't know. I kind of prefer the the actual like theatrical one originally. The uh, narrated one. Yeah, I yeah. think it kind of just depends on what you saw first. I think that makes a big impression. On, yeah, on that's the one I saw first, and then there's been like yeah. you know like five different versions of it. But. <laughs> that's All right. right, we'll stay out of the mud. We'll talk to you later, dude. Let's add Aaron to the call. Hello, Aaron. Hi. How are you? I'm <laughs> Hi, good. Aaron. How are you guys? Are you you are up, dude. I want to have what you're having. What are you doing? Oh, I am. Uh, I'm doing some quests in Stranglethorn Vale right now with my wife. Well, you have to oh, stay nice. up for that. Sheesh, that's boring. <laughs> that's boring business. <laughs> and yeah, drinking uh, lots of coffee. <laughs> Well, I actually have a gigantic Star Trek mug that I'm drinking out of. It's like a double-sized mug, and it was full, so I'm good. That's great. Well, Aaron, what's your? give us your question. What do you got? Okay. Who would you want to most punch in the face, fictional or non-fictional? Oh, man. <laughs> that's the morning a- street. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's a great question. Who would I like to punch in the face? Ooh, um, wow. The... The principal and bully, the documentary. Oh God, yeah, that's oh. See, I, there is no answer that I can come up with that's going to be uh, as good as that one. Uh, I know you're not supposed to fight violence with violence, but it's a hypothetical question. So t- keep your emails to yourselves, everyone. All right, Brian, who would you punch? Jeez. Um, fictional's I, probably easier, f- right? Maybe I'll go. Maybe I'll go fictional. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't know why the uh, Principal Vernon from the Breakfast Club is the first <laughs> person that's coming to mind, but I don't. Know, I'm not. I'm not a violent person, but for whatever reason, he's the name that comes up. Yeah, uh, he's highly punchable. That guy. Yeah, Aaron. Who I mean, would I you think, punch? Who would you sock in the face? Oh well, for me, it's not really a person. Um, 
I want to do the unicorn dog from that episode of Star Trek in the first season. <laughs> the one that uh, Sue was uh, carrying around? <laughs> yeah, when, when Spock, or not Spock, when Kirk gets messed up in the transporter. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty fair choice. I like that one. Take it easy. Have fun in Stranglethorn. Brian, I cut you off. You were saying something else about it. <laughs> oh, I was just, you know, I'm sure there are people I can think of that are far worse than uh, Vernon, Principal he, Vernon. It's but, interesting uh, he comes to your mind, though. Yeah, no you know kidding. I, mean? I don't know why. That's pretty interesting. Uh, we got, let's see, Jason on the line. Hi, Jason. Hey, how you doing, Scott? Good, hey, good, good, good. Hey. Uh, what what one question would you like to ask us? Uh, what Jason. fictional world would you like to live in? Fictional, ooh, that's a good one, dude. Fictional world. All right, we'll take him off the air. Uh, fictional world, thanks for the call. This, I would say, um, oh, man, that's really good. It's funny, but now Stranglethorn Vale is actually looking pretty uh, enticing. It kind of <laughs> is now. Um, I think I'm going to go with when Tron isn't having all kinds of up people. I'd like to live in the Tron world. Really, like all electronic, nothing organic, no trees, no yeah, Tron water and uh, uh, lightning bi- or light laser bikes or whatever hell light bikes, right, light cycles, light cycles. I can't think of a stupid name. <laughs> Solar sailboats. Yeah, but my, mainly um, Tron water. I want Tron water in my life. Uh, wow. I think that stuff's great. Where would you live? Uh, where was that island that uh, Wonder Woman came from? Amazon something. Amazon Island? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Wonder, Wonder Island. Out. I don't know what Wonder it is. Wonder Island, yeah. sure. We'll take that All one. All right, Wonder Island it is. <laughs> we also have on the phone Alexandra. Hello, Alexandra. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, you're so, everyone's so chipper today. This is fantastic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we bring this out. You know, the people who call in to No Agenda? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I wanted to talk about that uh, conspiracy about the... Uh, Moon landing? Didn't yeah. What you? What y'all think of that thing right there? And then the, the the answer that inevitably comes back every time is this: the morning stream. All right, <laughs> Alexandra, what's your question? Uh, if you could go back and change one moment in your past, what would it be and why? Oh man! All right, we'll give you this one off the air. I would say, thank you for the call. I would say for me, oh man, um. Actually, yeah, I know why. Or this is a—I mean, it's kind of a personal one, but I would go back to—I um, would go back to the time in 2004 when a doctor, quote unquote, doctor, uh, mm. prescribed me the wrong thing, and I would have taken his prescription that he gave me for attention headaches, and I would have gone and done a bunch of research before I even touched them. That—that's what I would have done, because that stuff ended up kind of messing me up. And then and this isn't, and people have heard this story before. I wasn't an addict or some kind of weird thing like that. The, the medication actually just had a bad reaction with me. And he gave me the wrong dosage, and it was a big mess. And he hasn't, takes zero responsibility for it. I would go back and I would not talk to that guy if I could go, if I could do it. That's good. What That's a very do? good one. What Jeez. Would you do? Um, I'd go back probably just 24 hours to uh, when I bought a uh, Powerball lottery ticket, and I would actually choose the numbers 2, 11, 24, <laughs> 36. <laughs> And uh, the Powerball 12. That's that's actually what I would have done. You know, I like yours better than mine. <laughs> Dan is on the line. Hi, Dan. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, All man. Right, here's my question. Go hey, for it. All right, Dan. Uh, if you had to start a new podcast tomorrow and immediately had a whole host of listeners, what would the topic be? All right, so we start with mm. listeners all set to go. Mm-hmm. Thanks for your call, Dan. I would say... He's looking. He's looking for the idea for the next great podcast because he knows he's got the two greatest minds in podcasting right here. That's right. He's this is Farminus is what he's doing. <laughs> We're the Stranglethorn Vale of his day. Um, all right, I'm gonna say 
I don't, you know what? This, I, this sounds cheesy. I don't mean it to, but I am actually doing what we're doing right now is the show I always wanted. This is the one I've always wanted. Like of all the other ones I've done and doesn't, doesn't discriminate against any of those. And they were all stepping stones toward it. But this is the one I really want to do. Mm-hmm. So that's hard for me because I honestly, I can't think of a thing. I can't think of a thing I'd want to do. Right. I don't know. I'd, I'd probably uh, do a podcast where uh, I sit around with a, uh, a cranky uh, co-host and talk, <laughs> talk about conspiracy. No. Um, the morning stream. One- <laughs> There's one I am doing that, that uh, you and I are talking about. There's two that we're talking about. And one of them, one of them I, I'm pretty close to wanting to talk about the full thing. But um, in essence, it's going to be a... Um, podcast fix my podcast kind of show where like people will come with uh, um, complaints about their podcast. Hey, we're not getting the numbers or I'm not really sure I'm enjoying this or Mm -hmm. what am I doing wrong? Mm -hmm. And um, uh, kind of like the closest thing I can describe to it is like extreme podcast makeover where they, (laughs) you know, they bring us your podcast We'll offer some advice, up. and uh, these and, sounds and like these sound like so much work to me. That sounds like so much work. They like, do the it, pod doctors. Oh, I like that. Ooh, pod, that's not dude, a bad write name. that down. See if you can get that yeah. domain. Snago. Uh, Corey's on the line. Corey, what's your question? Yeah. Hey guys, this is a uh, Marvin Skeleton and Tadpool. There. Hey, dude. Hey. hey. Uh, just wondering, uh, my wife and I, we love taking road trips with the kids, and I was wondering, what are your guys' uh, favorite road trip places? Oh, that's a good one. Mm. Mm, for me. Thanks for your call. For me, uh, it's any time. I love going to Southern Utah and all the Red Rock down there. Uh, mm-hmm. Grand Canyon. I like going to Moab as well, which is more your direction. Um, honestly, those are my my favorite road trips are, are destinations in my state. Uh, I do not like driving to California. There's a lot. There's a swath of that that is the most boring, hideous nightmare ever. Uh, road tripping through Idaho makes you want to gouge your eyes out and eat them. Um, oh gosh, that's a hard one. But anything mm-hmm. like Lake Powell, Moab, St. George, Vegas, those are all, I like all that. That's all Yeah, fun. And I think most people probably would guess that I'm going to say Vegas, and I'm not. Mm. Um, favorite road trip uh, experience, or like, you know, one that I would do any day of the week again, was Tina and Tristan and I flew up to Seattle, rented mm-hmm. a car, and then drove down the coast, down uh, uh, the Pacific Coast Highway, all the way down to Los Angeles and you go through Oregon, you go through Northern California. It was, it was a lot of fun. It yeah. Was a great, that sounds great. Great trip. A lot of, a lot of fun. See, and that's a, that's a pretty cool way to do it. I don't like forever drives. Like I'm not a drive forever guy. Anyway, I hate mm-hmm. it. Like 14 no. hours to Phoenix or whatever it is makes me seriously want to just kill myself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't like long flights. I can't stand any of those things, but I, when it's like a four or five hour thing, that's pretty fun. And it's only really mm-hmm. fun with the kids. So yeah. Good, yeah. good call. Yeah, take a few, you know, make sure there's lots of stops and you stop in all these different places and experience the local flavor and yeah, go to mom and pop owned restaurants for dinner. And yeah, yeah. That's, that's the way to do it. Joe's on the line. Hello, Joe. Hi, Joe. Hey, what do you know? Guys. What do you know, Joe? Not too much, unfortunately. <laughs> Joe's been around uh, for a while. I see him. Uh, I see him tweet all the time and stuff. Joe, how's oh, it? Oh, cool. Yes, uh, I'm, a, I, I'm one of those un- un- sad, sadly prolific tweeters. I have nothing better to do with my life. <laughs> I like it. Uh, what's your uh, What's your big question today? What do you got? 
my big question is, what is the most challenging piece of clothing for you for you guys to, to purchase? To purchase, <laughs> like oh. when you go, you know, to try on. Like, what, what do you have? What do you have trouble? Like for me, I'm tall, so Scott, this may be your answer already, yeah, but yeah. Uh, I have a lot of trouble buying pants. Yeah, pants are rough. Yeah. They're a little bit pants rough. rough. Uh, for yeah. me, it's it's honestly, it's socks. Socks. Yeah, because for okay, here's the deal: all dark socks are too thin, and they piss me off because they they wear out real fast. Mm-hmm. I don't like how thin yeah. they are. The little footy socks that everyone's into today, the little short uh, mm-hmm. white socks that you wear with your sneakers and stuff, those are fine, but I always have a hard time finding ones that fit me. I don't know why that is, uh, but they just often don't. And I still like to wear a good pair of tube socks, but I know they're totally out of... out of. <laughs> they're great with the uh, cargo shorts and the uh, black shoes. Sure. And so I like to occasionally wear those and people give me a hard time about wearing them. But so for whatever reason, I feel like I never have enough of them. They're never the size I need. There's a hole in something. Socks are a constant place of consternation for me. Brian, how about you? What's your deal? Uh, For me, it's uh, suits. Like I don't have to buy them very often, but Mm -hmm. in the past when I've had to buy them, it's the most arduous, time-consuming. Oh, you're right. Those are bad. Yeah. Getting them, you know, getting them tailored and all that. It's. Uh, um, I'm picturing you all suited thing. up. I kind of like what I see. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, I love rocking a suit, man. But I've seen uh, you in the blue, uh, the blue tux. That's all I've ever. Really yeah. Seen. Well, that's a whole different, whole different thing. Everything else. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm kind of like I'm the, the, the dream shopper. I walk into a store. Ah, I like that shirt. Walk out. Walk out. Yep. That's yeah. me. I'll, I'll pants, get a pair of pants. Socks, try, and if it doesn't fit, I won't know till I get home, and I just take them back. I can't stand dressing there. I hate that. Because yeah. it just means I'm in there longer and I don't want to be. All right. On the right. line, Brian is with us. Another Brian. Hello, Brian. Hello, Brian. Brian. Hello, Brian. Where's, where's my hey, money, this is, Brian? This is, uh, where's my money? It's in my purse. This is Fuzzy from the Tap Pool. How's it going, guys? Good, man. Oh, hey, Good. I can't wait to hear your question. What do you got? I went to Casa Bonita with this guy. You did? Yes. Holy and crap. We got our picture taken with a gorilla. Fantastic. As, as, and as, <laughs> that is as it should be. Absolutely. Um, my question is, what is your biggest fear? Oh. Ooh. Digging deep mine's, on this. This is Therapy Thursday here. What's yours, yeah, Brian? I'll go first on this one. It's uh, raising Tristan in such a way that he becomes an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I want, you know, my biggest fear is screwing up raising, raising my son. It's, yeah. uh, I don't want Tristan to grow up to be a douche or a an asshole or a and there's so many forces trying to pull him in douchey directions that you as a parent i'm with you on this one this is a real one for sure i have this with my kids big time totally um and you feel like you you, there's never a time when you feel like you've completely you know gotten over the hurdle because they could become you know the next huff post story at 42 Right. And you're in your exactly. 80s going, oh, damn it. it. It's like Florida, man. Oh, yeah. my son. <laughs> Parental anxiety is a rough one for me as well. Um, but I think my biggest fear is, oh, man, what is my biggest fear? You know what? It's easy to just, I know it sounds easy to say this, but I'm going to agree. It's a, it's a, it's that you're doing all you can to give them the best shot at being good people. Mm-hmm. That's the trick in this world, yeah. Because the world really doesn't want to pull them in about thirty other ugly ways, and you want to just say, you want to do all the things that you know you know you need to do as far as giving them their freedom and having them learn on their own and having them find out for themselves. But it's still, 
That's mm-hmm. that's high anxiety. I'm it with totally you. is. And anything else, any other fear you can think of? Well, you know, the dentist in about half an hour, it's done, right? Yeah. Or or yeah. dark places or confined areas or whatever. Yeah. But uh, having a child, that's it's a long lasting, uh, long lasting thing to be afraid of. Like, man, one screw up and it's, <laughs> it's twenty years of therapy or mm. or. I'm afraid of cancer. I'll give you that. Reality shows. Well, Can- yeah, cancer, cancer scares sure. me, but it's more. I'd rather get 10 times kinds of cancer than have my kids turn out to be buttholes. Yeah. 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 That's Being buried alive is probably another, you know, it's probably if you, if you want to look at actual tangible, here is something finite and quick that I can be afraid of being buried alive. I'm more afraid of being buried alive and having a straw to breathe through so that I can somehow survive and still be alive. That scares me oh, more than geez. just dying. I'd rather really? just die in there. Yeah. Like if you're going to bury me alive, kill me. Don't give me a straw so that I'm somehow... <laughs> if you're going to bury me alive, kill me. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound terrible, dude. Yeah, kind of, kind of... Oh, and another one. I forgot. This is another fear that's completely irrational, but not entirely because some people have gone through this. But you know those people you hear about where they get anesthesia for uh, an operation yeah. and it the, for whatever reason their brain chemistry doesn't work exactly right, so they're wide awake feeling all of the pain but they can't move or say anything oh geez so the, really? so the paralysis, paralysis works but then they're cutting your leg off and you can feel every bit of it and you're totally awake you just can't ever show any way they have no idea that you are that scares me yeah it's pretty irrational but it's it's this you know what it's the things that scare me most and again it, i think this goes back to the kids but it's it's all these things you've mentioned and the kids lack of control scares me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't, and I don't mean I have to be a control freak. I just don't like situations where I have no say right. or control or anything in that situation. If I get kidnapped and I have a gun held in my head and my arms are tied, that's scary because I have no control over it. Right. Give me a fair fight and then I can do something about it. Yeah. yeah. No, that's, that's, I think that's it. Totally valid. Yeah. All right. Call now. Thank you guys for calling. We really appreciate it. You know, we ought to, do, I love we ought to have a segment called Call Now. Mm-hmm. And we'll have, there's our theme. Call now. And people can call in. I agree. I think it's some of the most fun. I love interacting with um, uh, with the folks who are supporting us and, and listening to us. And yeah. uh, We just got to carve out some time for it. We've got so many damn guests all week. I know. We should drop somebody. Sorry, Justin Robert Young. Sorry. Bye. <laughs> See you, jury. You're no good. But and that's now the combined problem. With food. <laughs> that's the problem is we really like everybody's segment. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. We'll 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 figure something out because we do. I do miss that, and I'm glad you uh, suggested it today. I think that's good. Cool. Good. Uh, um. All right. Well, let's get out of here. Let's be done. I okay. Thank you, thank you, everybody who called in. We really appreciate it. Um. You know, maybe we'll. Well, yeah. I'll think about that. Oh, what? what? Nah, okay. I'll talk about it offline. Okay. I have ideas. Right. Okay. I have ideas. All right. Uh, let's just give some credit to some credit where credit is due. Uh, Scott Fletcher does our voice bumpers, and he is amazing. So you should listen to him all the time. Thanks to the team at over yes. over there at alphageekradio.com for the shout cast stream. Uh, also want to thank Slash Loot, who has our t-shirt. Go buy it, slashloot.com. The TMS t-shirt, available now. You can also find us on the website, frogpants.com, slash TMS. On Facebook, we're at slash the morning stream. Email us, themorningstream at gmail.com. If you want to see us on that Google Plus freaking Pinterest vacation looking nightmare they just put up today, you can find us over there as well. Uh, on I Twitter, don't even know what you're talking about. That's they, on Google Plus? They Pinterestified, Pinterestified uh, Google Plus. Go look at your account and be, be really? ready to fart blood. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I, don't, I don't love the Pinterest style because it, I don't know where to go next. It's just oh, too right. much at once. I like a flow. Right. I know this sounds like old man stuff, but uh, 
I'm not a fan of just this patchwork of content. I'd sure. rather, I'd rather, and I think you can change it. I, I haven't like figured out where. Collage. Yeah, I don't like the collage mo- method. Yeah, I find that scatterbrained and and unfocused. So it's not my it's not my thing. They talked about it at Google I/O yesterday and then launched it. So, oh, good news, everyone. Good news, everyone. Good news, everyone. The uh, uh, it also if anybody has over five thousand subscribers on their YouTube channel, which I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to five. One thousand is the limit. Oh, okay. Under one thousand <laughs> or one thousand or more, they're now going to roll out to everybody. I don't know what the timing is, but everyone with those numbers or higher will get the opportunity to have the full streaming services that they're going to let people do, not just Hangouts, but like actual stream to YouTube. Really? Stuff. Yeah, we're mm. going to play with that. See how that oh, works. Totally. Yeah. See if that gives us some options we don't have currently with what we're doing. So we'll let you know. All over. We'll let you know. All right. I want to thank uh, no one else because that's it. I read everything. That's it. Oh, the morning stream at gmail.com, Twitter. We're morning stream Scott Johnson, Coverville. There is a Coverville today. You already mentioned that. There will that. be Coverville today. I think it'll be Gogos, but we'll see. All right. We'll, we'll figure it out. Olympa Carlisle. Look out. Oh, man. I know. Uh, let's, let's call uh, Cleo. Yes. Uh, let's see. Cleo. Here she is. Give her a call. We got points. Mm-hmm. Give us a call. Call now. Call now. Call now. Uh, you there? Call now. Carrie, you there? Lick chips, whack points, <laughs> hovering on routers. Okay, good. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, go for it. What do you got? Okay, good. I got three people today that begin with the letter J, mm-hmm. and they're all band names. Okay. So yeah, huh? it's it's a bit of a little setup. See what I did there? Okay. Mm-hmm. Jenks got points for Horrible Error is my Nickelback cover band. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nice. J- Jaster got points for awkward scrotum grazing is my Justin Bieber torture band. Yeah. <laughs> torture and band. J Hammond C won the store today with Auto Tune Curry is my Indian bar band name. Oh man, that's pretty good. <laughs> Yay. Very nice. impressive business right there. Uh all right, well nice job and uh, go lick a hot mustard chip. Oh my, mm-hmm. TTFN. Bye. <laughs> Bye. What is going on? I'm trying to do a Vine of us recording and Vine's not working. What the hell? Oh. Anyway, I'll work it out I later. tried to do a Vine of my cat yesterday, uh, walking around blind, and he did really well. He's like navigating around the couch like like he's got this thing figured out. My cat is now, he's roombified the living room and he's figured out, he's mapped it all out in his little head. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's what but you want. But now it's less, it's less humor when he just walks straight into the wall. Oh, the poor little blind cat. I know, I know. <sighs> He is a sweetheart, though. He's the, he's, you know, he's still the happiest cat in the world. He'll hop up on your lap and just purr and cuddle. And he's just, he's really cute. Well, that's awesome that he's, he's retained all the things we like cats for. He has, yes. Just can't see you. Nine lives, zero eyes. Well, does he know where to eat? Like, is that a problem? He knows where to eat and he still knows where the litter box is. Thank goodness. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. Poop, poop where you gotta. All right. I uh, hope the same can be said for me when I go blind. Hope I know where to go. <laughs> right. Play us a song, Brian. I need so- I need a little tune to take me out today. All right. So this one's going out to John who says, Nasty pickle jar and pork fuzz t-shirt. I can't believe you guys don't think Nickelback is a bad name for a band. Sounds like one-fifth of a quarterback. Anyway, my birthday is on May 16th, and I'd like to request the Feelin' Groovy cover by Jim's Big Ego. They actually have three songs mixed in there, so I don't think it's even necessary to play another on that episode. Saving you some time. Alternatively, you can pick something, blah, blah, blah. Uh, thanks, says John. 
All right. Nice quick email from John. Uh, yeah, Jim's Big Ego, uh, Feeling Groovy, the, um, was it the 59th Street Bridge song? Is that what it's also called, referred to? Simon and Garfunkel song, they included this on their 1998 album, Don't Get Smart. And uh, this is fun. This All right. is a great cover. Uh, Feeling Groovy by Jim's Big Ego. I love it. Here it is. We'll be back Monday with a brand new program, a week of programming here on the morning stream. Nothing this weekend except uh, the instance and maybe a final score, although there's some scheduling issues with my son's birthday thing, but we'll let you guys know. And I'm on uh, Dan. I just forgot his last name. I'm such an idiot. Uh, the 5 by 5 guys. Um, you know who I mean. No. <sighs> Burger guys? No, a podcaster. <laughs> my oh, my head just went dead. Hold on, five oh. by five. Hold on. Okay, here it is. They do a bunch of tech stuff. Five by five. Dan Benjamin. I knew it was two first oh, names. Dan Benjamin. Okay, and I yeah. listen to those guys. It's not like I'm an idiot. I just wasn't. I couldn't think. Anyway, I am on. Uh, I think the show is called Quit, which is not one I've heard yet or heard of yet. But I am on that this weekend. So uh, nice. tomorrow, tomorrow afternoon, uh, we'll be recording that. And I'm excited to be on there. It's about, you know, quitting your day job, doing the thing you love, that kind of stuff. And I'm excited to finally get with Dan because um, I am a fan and I think he's he's great. Except for the part where I forgot his last name or couldn't think of it on the show. The morning stream. <laughs> All right, everybody. That's it. Here's feeling groovy. We'll see you next week. myself a stretch and a morning yawn and I went to the bathroom
room to wash up I got some soap for my face and my hands upon a cup I said, mirror, mirror I want the wall Who's got the biggest ego of all? There was a rumble double Five minutes it lasted The mirror said, Jim, you can see the bastard That's true, that's why I never have no face So I shaved off my head and I brushed my teeth I used oil of beauty Cause my skin gets pale And then came the file from my fingernails And chewed down to the nub of my behalf I put some bubbles in the tub So I could have a bubble bath Clean, dry with my body and hair I put on my tongue and heel figure underwear For all the girl I might take home Got the Johnson baby powder and the Zip Cologne Fresh pressed like a million bucks I put on my John Fleabugs and my fly green socks I stepped out my house, stopped short, oh no I went back in, I forgot my Kangol And I nearly dally, I ran through the alley I bumped into my old girl Sally from the valley Now here's a girl place hard to get So I said, what's wrong? Cause she looked upset, she said Seeing what we see Going where we go You should be with me But I got no plans to make No promises to keep Yeah, I'm dappled and drowsy And ready for sleep Let the morning time drop All its petals on me Frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there. The Planet Man. The Planet Man.